0: a good person to speak to on this topic because I'm always a devil's advocate.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Table Talks where deeper conversations are something highly sought after but rarely explored. And I have with me, as always, my lovely co host, Alyssa. Hi, snow bunnies. How are you? We're good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: we just spilled a lot of tea. (laughs) Literally, the last like three
1: hours. (laughs)
0: We are just like, what is the, what is going on? Are we on the right timeline? Because yeah. the mm. chaos, the bullshittery, and the people that think we are the ones to fuck with are in excess right now.
1: <laughs> it's like it's like the audacity for me that is happening oh is just gosh. like what the
0: fuck
1: because i just i can't i can't do it i, I, I can't
0: just, i don't think people are being called on their bullshit or no. their bad attitude or, the or things that they're there's doing. like no
1: accountability right now no. like none and I, it's funny because i did have this conversation with a coworker, and i was like she's like no one in this building is like accountable for anything they're just kind of like oh well we kind of do it together and it's like no like i'm i'm taking accountability for x and i was like I love you for that. And thank you. So I will be taking accountability for this budget. And she goes, okay. I said, so I want to make sure that we have either monthly or quarterly meetings about this said budget so we can make sure that it's updated properly and that like throughout the year, I know what the budget is. Sounds great. She goes, oh, I love that. She was like, yeah, because right now, like the whole budgeting thing, like no one really knows. I was like, correct. I was like, and as my position, I was like, I need to know two budgets. So I would like to know what the, the overhead budget is. So I can make sure quarterly I'm not going over it. Or if because we have such an excess of people in the office, we can adjust what that overhead budget is for the year.
0: Love that. She
1: was like, okay, let's have, let's have, I love the monthly meeting idea. We can put it on the calendar, but do I think it's going to happen monthly? Probably not. So let's shoot for monthly, but know that it'll probably be bi-monthly, maybe even quarterly. I said, I love that accountability the uh, so easy and she's like just taking the reins and being like no you need to handle this and I'm like
0: I don't think enough people have work boundaries let alone life boundaries and I just people's behavior it's like did you have a mother did you have a father like did they not call you on any of this because I am not the one and I will tell you what is up yes and I'm going to tell you right, very, very straightforwardly how it is.
1: And very quickly, like, very quickly, like, do not fuck with me. <laughs> That's kind of the attitude I had all week this week, and everybody was, like, sending me Teams chats. Are you okay? Is everything all right? Like, are you sure? And I'm like, listen, I have a lot of fucking shit happening at home in my family life so to come in here and have more bullshit i'm good and i'll tell you to go fuck yourself because i can politely tell you to go do your fucking job and let me do mine i love being professionally petty <laughs> it's the, my favorite oh, thing my god bro like i just i like this week it was really and of course i got my period on friday so it was all like literally and when i told you i was like the 30 minutes before i was leaving work i literally went to the bathroom i was like oh i put all my stuff in my car i was like i really should pee it's probably gonna be like an hour ride home because it's traffic it's friday i was like fuck i should go to the bathroom so i run back inside i go pee i literally got my period i was like are you fucking shitting me right now i was like "Motherfucker!"
0: i would love to say that that's the reason i'm just so bitchy oh, no, but it's I not know. i just like can't stand when people the people are doing these things and i'm just like okay i'm gonna tell you what's up once and only once don't fuck with me don't fuck with my whoever it is that's with me and stop doing this this is ridiculous
1: there comes a point where you're just kind of like, I have to lay down the law because if I don't lay down the law, I'm going to get walked the fuck all over. I don't
0: even think it's that. I think it's just like, I, I'm tired of like letting people's behaviors just slide and it mm-hmm. seems like everyone else is just letting it slide and I'm like, well, if somebody else isn't going to tell you, let me be the person mm-hmm. <laughs> because you definitely need to hear it. Stop acting this way.
1: Girl.
0: It's just leaving a bitter taste in my mouth. Oh,
1: wait a roll in the fuck is my <laughs> All right, let's jump in to the Emotion emotion of the Week! Okay, this episode is going to have a high amount of energy. I can see that already. (laughs) You're (laughs) going to have to lower the volume. Probably. (laughs) Headphone users beware.
0: (laughs) Yes. So, why I said it was a bitter taste in my mouth is because our Emotion of the Week is bitter. Mm. Bitter means having a harsh, disagreeable, acrid taste like that of aspirin, uh, wormwood, or aloes, producing one of the four basic taste sensations, not sour, sweet, or salty.
1: Mm. Like mm. coffee. It's like bitter coffee. It's very bitter. And that's what we're going to talk about this week. Uh, we're going to talk about caffeine and the effects that it has on the brain and the
0: body. Yes, and by we, she means her, because <laughs> I showed up... <laughs> knowing nothing about caffeine other than I am a soda addict.
1: <laughs> yeah. So um, funny, fun fact, if you're someone who is always waking up tired the next day, it's because you're probably having caffeine too late in the day and your body is not actually getting the rest it needs because it's actually processing that caffeine all night long through your liver. So your body's so working overtime in order to do that. You'll
0: have to expand on this. Oh, I definitely. But I will. definitely want to know when my cutoff time is because I sometimes have like a a 10 p.m. Coca Cola and or a 9 a.m. Coca
1: Cola. All right, so I will explain this to you because I thought this was rather um, interesting. So I took this out of this book called "Why We Sleep: um, Unlocking the Power of Sleep and Dreams" by Matthew Walker. Mm. Um, so I haven't Mr. actually Mr. PhD. Mr. Hey. PhD. I haven't actually read this book, but um, my ex-boyfriend's mom and his brother like highly recommended this book. They were like, "If you are like a caffeine addict, like read this book, and you'll probably have a different change of mind because mm. like your sleep, your sleep manages basically like your entire life." I know it's super important. It's super important. So like even people that like so they say that even like. Alzheimer's and dementia can be caused because you aren't getting enough REM sleep throughout your entire life, which is why it can be onset really early in people's lives. I think
0: I get too much.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, well, if you're not, but if you're not hitting REM, then that's, that's what matters No, I definitely
0: know I'm hitting REM because I don't remember anything. (laughs) Oh. I remember nothing. It's like a blackout. And I'm just like, yep, slept well. Like last night I went to bed, fell asleep and woke up this morning and was like, huh. Wait, it's
1: morning. Oh.
0: Cool. (laughs) I didn't even toss and turn.
1: Yeah, so... The whole cutoff time, everybody is different. So I also have an article about, like, genetics and how okay. different people... Caffeine affects different people differently. This counters with your genetics, your weight, your age, your height. Like, all of that comes into play. Like, yeah, it's it's a huge factor. So, like, a lot of these, you have to, like, really dig into the research and be like, okay, they did a study on people that were five eight women and of the ages of 24 to 38. Like, you have to, like, be really specific. Specific with these things but this specifically about like what your cutoff time is is um talking about the half-life of drugs so like anything that's organic which I found this out for my boyfriend this morning I did not know this anything that's or considered an organic matter has a half-life so like you and I even have half-lives so like when we start it's when you start to decompose so what what is the process of decomposition and how long does it take? That's why carbon dating is so important. Mm. So like you can carbon date things by the fact of how much they break down at their half-life. So like how long does it take half of what it is to break down? Okay. So for this specifically, Dr. Matthew wrote, this simply refers to the length of time it takes for the body to remove 50% of a drug's concentration. Caffeine has an average half-life of five to seven hours. Let's say that you have a cup of coffee after your evening dinner around 7.30 p.m. This means that by 1.30 a.m., 50% of that caffeine may still be active and circulating through your brain tissue. In other words, by 1.30 a.m., you're only halfway to completing the job of cleansing your brain of the caffeine you drank after dinner.
0: So you're saying that the five Coca-Cola <laughs> that I drank during the day at all hours. It's just like a 24-hour cycle in my case. <laughs> yeah. Not a good idea. So like if you're I waking feel like, up. i like, i still have like one, one can of Coca-Cola How much at like caffeine? 12
1: p.m. How much caffeine is in that? I don't is know. Is it what, is it what is in a cup of coffee? So I guess like let's let's look at that, and then we can really do the math on. But I have a. How long I'm does it last.
0: I'm a bad subject, I think, because I also have a cup of coffee. Like I'll have a, a cup of coffee, and then like by like, I don't know, eleven or twelve, like lunchtime, I'm at least having a can or a bottle of Coke or like some type of soda,
1: and then I'm having one like later at dinner or like after dinner. So that might be why you're waking up tired the next day because your body, so what happens when you drink caffeine is you you're, you have adenosine that starts producing in your brain from the moment you wake up. Adenosine is what puts us to sleep. It's like okay. what triggers us to actually sleep.
0: Interesting. So
1: we build adenosine all day. Once you hit anywhere between the 12 and the 16 hour mark, the adenosine is basically like fully loaded for you to climb in bed and take a, take a nap, like go to sleep. That's what it's ready for. But if you are having caffeine, it's basically blocking the adenosine from entering your body to trigger this sleep that's supposed to happen. So that's why you get like what you call a caffeine crash. So once the coffee is worn off after about two hours, you immediately start to crash because now your body's flooded with all that adenosine that it held back that entire time. That's why it's not good for you to have this constant caffeine rush.
0: I'm now just wondering because I don't experience the caffeine rush. Like I don't drink soda or coffee because the caffeine, like, to help me wake Mm -hmm. up. I just drink it because it tastes nice. And I like it. So I'm wondering if I've just been such on the same schedule, like, over and over that my tolerance has just become, and I've never had, what is it called? Adenosine. Adenosine. It's just like, no, your body does not want any of this (laughs) since I was, like, I don't know, 12.
1: (laughs) So a cup of coffee. So here's another thing I was listening to a podcast about caffeine pretty much all this week I was like prepping for this episode so I've listened to a lot of things so where I'm gonna find these things I have no idea but I have it on a playlist and I'll link them all in the show notes because I genuinely I'm like okay I have no idea who said what when um, but one of the podcasts I was listening to this week said that there is not a standard cup of caffeine because say someone drinks a cold brew well cold brew has more coffee in it or has more caffeine in it because what happens is cold brew is sitting for like 12 hours before you start Mm -hmm. drinking cold brew so it's going to have that caffeine content is going to be much higher than just a cup of coffee and now each brand say you drink dark roast or you drink blonde roast or you drink uh medium or you like espresso like all of those have different caffeine contents especially based around where the beans come from So, like, beans from different regions will have different amounts of caffeine that they produce because of the beans and the the soil and everything that goes into actually making a coffee bean. So, like, there's no, Mm. like, yes, people will be like, oh, 95 milligrams or 110 milligrams is, like, the standard amount of caffeine in a cup of coffee. Well, that's not really true because everyone's standard cup of coffee is different. Like, I like blonde roast and I like it with a bunch of sugar, but also, like, my spouse loves dark roast and espresso oh my god everybody at so like work our, is a dark roast and, person and, they, and he likes his cold brew so like i'm not a cold brew drinker so the, his standard of caffeine is going to be much higher than my standard of caffeine
0: so how much caffeine is is in a cup of coffee they
1: said roughly 95 95 oh okay so this, this for eight ounces eight fluid ounces
0: For Coca-Cola, it -hmm. says that it is 32 milligrams of caffeine in a 330 milliliter can. 32 grand milligrams.
1: Okay. So that's a, that's a, a fair amount, but regardless of the amount of caffeine, it's still caffeine. A caffeine, no matter how much you're drinking, still has the same effect on the adenosine to produce you to go to sleep. So like if you're drinking a cup of coffee or a can of Coke at ten PM, that half life, regardless of if it is only thirty two milligrams, is not wearing off in your body for seven five to seven hours later.
0: I feel like people are just walking around not even knowing any of this. Oh my
1: god, yes. Which is or why how I was much like caffeine and is is in like so much. I see the yes. energy drinks yeah. especially. Oh my god. Energy drinks are so, they're so high in caffeine. But the other thing that also plays a role here is sugar. It's mm-hmm. so like you and I like sugar in our coffee. So we don't necessarily, that crash that we're experiencing can be tenfold because there's sugar in it.
0: Yeah. Thank God for Jibani. Uh Shout out to J- to Chavani because they're not sponsored, but their we plant-based love plant-based creamer is like saving me. I have cut sugar out in my coffee just for that. Just yeah. because.
1: Yeah, exactly. But it's still there's still sugar. I know. It's not black. So like regardless of the amount of sugar, there is still sugar. So that sugar plays a role in counters with the coffee, while also now not only are you getting like a caffeine crash, you're also getting a sugar crash because yeah. your body's like done producing the sugar.
0: If you've so, ever tried to quit soda, I think or coffee, I think Mm -hmm. you'll know the headache that we all get
1: (laughs) yeah which they say like isn't necessarily about you being craving the coffee it's about you also craving the sugar if you're someone that drinks sugar in your coffee but if you're not and you're experiencing that then you have you're experiencing the caffeine withdrawal Hmm. because caffeine so this was another cool thing that i saw in this book which i've seen this this graph um in a bunch of different places um but it's about they gave spiders drugs why are we drugging spiders? I'm sorry. <laughs> so I know it's so weird. I know it's really weird. But this was done in, this, this is, is so This was back in we the 80s. Drugging spiders. This was back bro. in the 80s. What? We were drugging a lot of things in the 80s. Like, let's 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 be real. Why are we um, weird? We're so weird. I know we are. But like, okay, why are we drug spiders, I don't know. But we were interested to see how the spiders reacted to all of these four different things: LSD, speed, marijuana, and caffeine. So, look at this graph, this fucking chart. This is a spider normally. Oh, this is, is, is their a, web? Yes. So, this is a spider's web on LSD, one on speed. What the fuck is that on oh caffeine and marijuana?
0: I think I have seen something like that. It's definitely
1: circulated the internet, for sure.
0: That makes a lot of sense, guys. The caffeine one is, like, crazy oh, sparse. <laughs> like, if you think of, like, a really traditional spider web, like one you see on Halloween or in pictures, like... That's what normal looks like. Caffeine is like you just smash your hand through it, pretty much. Yeah,
1: it's it's very erratic. It's it, gaping. Like, it, it has so, there's like no, none of the lines are straight. Like it's like it goes here and then it goes left and then it goes right. Like it doesn't have like your traditional straight lines. Like the the spider lays all the straight lines in order to make the web. And then it's like, okay, that it works its way back towards the center. No, like this web from caffeine like, doesn't even look like your typical spider web whatsoever. It's, like, sporadic, as much as sporadic can be. And I was really interested to see even the marijuana one. The marijuana one is like, oh, I'm going to kind of do it, but, like, it, not really. It it's makes sense. Almost, if you've
0: ever smoked, you probably would get it because yes. it's, like, pretty good in the middle. Like, it's all, you know, circular pattern. Mm-hmm. And then they get to the edge and it's
1: like, eh. <laughs> they yeah. kind of gave up. <laughs> yeah. It's like a floof. <laughs> Basically, So I thought that was really interesting because I was like, uh, okay, so that basically speaks to like how caffeine affects us logically, like not just the physical things that are happening in your brain based on the chemicals, but also like. Physically, like how logical our brains are actually working. So, like, logically, we think we're like, woo, we're getting all this work done. But the reality is, you're probably jumping from project to project to project to thing to answering an email to doing this to doing that. Like, you're probably not using that caffeine to focus in on a singular task.
0: That kind of makes sense because I mean, I think of coffee and I think jittery.
1: Yes. I think so- bitter. <laughs> Bring bitter. it back. <laughs>
0: a little bit jittery it kind of makes like the the idea of focus a lot harder if you're jittery you're like so you're like you are you would be jumping to next task 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 task. task." yeah I'm just wondering like the last time I actually had like a non-caffeinated thought (laughs) or night's sleep now yeah (laughs) like what did
1: that look like right exactly so I could tell you I just recently did this was not in preparation for this episode. I just did this because I was literally drinking six cups of espresso plus oh like gosh. cups of coffee a day. It was really bad, and I didn't, I didn't recognize how much I was actually drinking because I was drinking two espresso shots and then just like with milk and sugar and like creamer and like whatever. And I was like, yeah, it's fine, but it was like, okay, I'm working during the day and I'm getting chilly, so oh, I'll just go make another one. Not genuinely thinking about. What the fuck is that actually doing to me? And then I'd be done at the end of the day with my work day and I'd be like, I didn't get anything fucking done. Or at least I don't feel like I got anything done. So like, why? And I was like, oh my God, bitch, you're drinking like eight cups of coffee in a fucking day. That's a lot. That's a lot of fucking coffee. That is a lot of coffee. So I decided I was going to do a cleanse because I also was eating an exorbitant amount of sugar, like beyond anything I'd ever eaten. And I knew I was like, okay, it's the holidays. I get stressed. When I get stressed, I eat a lot of sugar. I knew all that, but that still was not stopping me from grabbing handfuls of candy and just like popping Starburst in my mouth and eating fucking Reese's cups and all of these other things and mowing down an entire package of Oreo cookies in four days. I was like, bitch, I've never done that. And I was like, okay, I know we're stressed. I know there's a lot happening, but like this is even more than like your normal of like stressed. I was like, okay, obviously I'm having some sort of sugar addiction to give me some dopamine. We need to like cut that back. So I did the cleanse. And let me tell you, I went from eating sugar and drinking coffee to none of it. The last cup of coffee I had was last Saturday and I drank it, half of it. And it was just a single shot of espresso. I drank half of it and I threw it out because it just was like, ugh. It just didn't taste right. How do you feel now? I feel like I've actually slept a week later. I feel like I'm actually getting good night's sleeps. I'm waking up in the morning. I'm oh, not hitting snooze. Wait,
0: you're an insomniac. I am an insomniac. So are you actually like sleeping through the night? And I not... am. Oh my god. Wait is that the secret that no one knows about? Is that all the insomniacs just need to stop drinking coffee?
1: I really think it is and I think again it plays to the genetics. Like I know I'm someone who heavily is sensitive to caffeine because like I worked in the the food industry for a very long time which is caffeine adderall coke like you see all those things if you're in a kitchen and people know that like if you've never worked in a kitchen and you didn't know that I'm sorry to ruin your any restaurant experience from here on out apologies um but yeah like I would be finishing a can of monster on my drive home I'd be like drinking and just like hanging out and just be like yeah this is this is cool and then I'm up until five six in the morning the next morning because i'm still trying to calm down and then finally being able to fall asleep between like six and seven and i'm like oh my god like looking after reading that excerpt and looking back on my time in food service i'm like that makes so much sense i'm finishing a can of monster at fucking I don't know, 11 PM. No shit. I'm not falling asleep until six or seven in the morning because that's that five to six hours that my body is now finally even only at half of the caffeine shelf life that now I can actually start to fall asleep and the adenosine might be starting to reproduce.
0: Do you feel like that caffeine drinks or things that have it in general being promoted though? Because now I'm just thinking about like at the grocery store, like I never really see a lot of decaf options. Like, usually there's, like, one, and it's, like, decaf. But, like, it's not like, oh, there's French vanilla decaf. There's, you know, light roast, dark roast decaf. There's all these different flavors. Like, I don't see those. Even the tea. Tea has – some teas have natural, mm-hmm. like, caffeine in them, like, green tea. Yeah. So, like, do you feel like it's being promoted?
1: I think what's happening is people – marketing companies are playing to what people want. People want caffeinated beverages. People want caffeinated things. But even keep in mind, decaf is not non-caffeinated. It is just less caffeine. So no, regardless of it being decaf or caffeine, you're still having caffeine at five, six, seven o'clock at night when you're having a decaf coffee after dinner. You're still putting caffeine into your system it's wild it is it's like it's crazy the effects that it can really have on your body so like now that I've read this excerpt excerpt in this book I am genuinely like okay I really want to read the rest of this book now that I'm not drinking any coffee and I love coffee like I love getting up and just having like a warm beverage in the morning but now I've just like I've turned back to having my like mushroom water first thing in the morning again I was just
0: about to ask like what are your alternatives because I don't know if I could kick like I don't really necessarily enjoy coffee i do like the taste and the warmth factor but like i have been a person that doesn't always drink coffee like there have been Years why I have not touched coffee at all. I think mostly I've gotten it now since I worked an office job. It's just yes. like something to do. It's exactly. Something to, something to you know go. Oh, I need coffee. You know, but like I don't heavily depend on coffee, but I heavily Depends. like and prefer to have caffeinated and carbonated drinks like soda. Mm-hmm. And even with alternatives, I am still having trouble like
1: letting removing it, go. it
0: from my life. So what has been your alternatives?
1: I know for myself I will drink I can see you have it right there you have sparkling water like it's just not the same it, it doesn't it doesn't hit the same cuz you have a sugar addiction you're addicted to the feeling of that sugar that you get that small hit of dopamine I that like you get I like living on the
0: edge
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean your your word is reckless for this year so um but no recklessly like, drinking caffeine and sugar <laughs> But it is, it's, it's a like, especially for the sugar portion of it, like for someone who does like soda, you're addicted to the sugar. You're physically addicted to that taste and the way that it makes you feel when you're drinking it, even if it's subconscious and you don't recognize it. So it's just a matter of figuring out how to cut the cord for yourself. Everyone's going to be different. Not now. And I'm sure so many people are going to listen to this episode and be like, yeah, I'm not cutting out caffeine. Like, fuck off. I'm not cutting out my coffee. That's you gotta fine. You, you got to do you. Exactly. What you enjoy. Right. Right. I know for me, things that I've done to kind of still give myself that warm, nice beverage that I'm like, I feel like I need something nice and warm and hot first thing in the morning is, and something sugary, is I'm still having tea, but I have decaffeinated, or not decaffeinated, but I just find teas that don't have any caffeine in them whatsoever. Um, and the Taos brand is some is a brand I love because they have such a variety and they have a lot of teas that are non-caffeinated and they still taste good. Recently the sweet orange has been like my absolute favorite. It is so it's sweet on its own like you don't have to add honey, but that's another thing. Like I'll add honey into a lot of things now or agave as like the sweetener. It is still sugar and I do recognize that it is still sugar. Natural
0: sugar? But it's a
1: little bit more natural than drinking something that's a soda and it's carbonated and the sugar complexes that are different do break down differently in your body which can cause different addictions. You can be addicted to fake sugar and not be addicted to real sugar. There can be a difference because it's, it's glucose versus fru- fructose. You don't see me
0: chasing down apples, do you? Right. <laughs> natural
1: and, sugar. Exactly. Like it's very, it's a different type of addiction. Like you can yeah. still be, addicted you will definitely to sugar. see me in
0: a McDonald's drive through fiending for a Coke. Right. right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think it's, it's finding what works for you. So like, I love drinking my mud water in the morning. Like I feel like it gives me the mental boost without giving me... Like, I don't ever have a crash. Like, I don't have the come down. I don't feel like by noon before lunch, I'm needing another cup of coffee like I was before. But I'm still practicing in the oh I still get to get up from my desk and go make a cup of tea or go make a uh, mud water or, moment. I'm still ho- right I'm still harboring that moment to be like yeah I still get this little moment with this hot little beverage to myself and get to re- still enjoy something that is like it what we enjoy about coffee might not necessarily be the coffee it might be the whole moment and the enjoying of making something. And I think we might, we might associate, we love coffee. No, I think we love the moments that we create around coffee.
0: I did think it was really weird. Like growing up, any adult that I spoke to was like, they do, they sound like an addict. They're just like, yeah, coffee, coffee. I gotta have my cup of coffee in the morning. And (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was like, I never got it. Even when I started drinking coffee drinks, like I started off with like a Starbucks mocha frappuccino or something like that, which had a little bit of coffee in it. Right. And I was like. I mean, yeah, it's good, but, like, I don't see the hype. And I don't see it
1: being my whole personality. Yeah,
0: it's like they all – I mean, I kind of get – I do get it to an extent, but, like, every single adult, like, that you talk to is probably drinking a cup of
1: coffee. First thing in the morning. And now here's the other thing. Coffee also not only raises – that or or blocks the adenosine it also raises our heart levels which also raises our anxiety levels because the more the that our heart races the more that our body thinks that there's something wrong and sends us into like this flight mode of like oh my god what's going on like we need to be prepared for something that's really like like what happens between like the body reaction and then the brain reaction is like okay 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 all right So I bet a lot of people that have a lot of anxiety and drink a lot of caffeinated drinks, if you were to cut back on that caffeine, I bet you would see a much less reaction in anxiety. And I know for myself this whole week, I usually am like wicked anxious about stuff. I'm waiting for phone calls, I this, that, and the other thing. And I have been like more even keel even though I've been very angry at people, but I've been like even keel. I don't feel myself like jumping to an answer right away or feeling like I have to do something because the societal norm, I'm just like, no. I will answer and I will get to these things as they come down the pipeline. And it's not, I don't feel like I'm in like this flight mode all the time, like rushing to do the next thing. I haven't even been going 80 on the highway. I've been driving. You? I've been driving the speed limit, bitch, like in the right lane going 65 miles an hour. Wow. I know. And for someone who loves her 80 miles an hour as her cruising speed, 65, and I'm just like putt home. And I'm like, Da-da-da-da. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I don't feel like I'm in a rush to get everywhere. I'm like, huh, that's weird. I'm like, All right, whatever. And as was like, the more I was like listening to podcasts about caffeine and all this stuff, I was like, wow. I'm like, is it because I'm not anxious about getting things done and like getting to the next place? And I'm like, is that because I'm not drinking any caffeine? And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like,
0: wow. So do you feel like it's like almost like it's You maybe originally thought of it as like a core part of your personality, and it's actually just a side effect.
1: Yes, 100%. 100%. I thought I was like, maybe I'm just like not a morning person. Maybe I'm just like, maybe I'm a morning person, but I'm the morning person that like you don't speak to until like 10 a.m. I like my alone time in the morning, and now I'm like, I can get up in the morning, I can talk to people, I can talk to my mom in the morning, and I don't feel like I'm angry about like trying to get out the door. I'm just like, I'm just like, laissez fair. I'm just kind of like yeah it happens I gotta get to work like I don't feel like oh my god I gotta go to work I gotta make sure I have my coffee I gotta make sure I have this and that I'm just like okay make sure you pack this don't forget your lunch like get this together okay go down put all that stuff in the car start the car come up finish getting dressed and then you can get out the door it's not like this like I don't know where everything is I'm like rushing around I'm feeling like scatterbrained like I actually it's like, like a frenzy yeah I'm not like I'm not I don't feel like that recently I felt like this whole week I was just kind of like yep I gotta get it together. I gotta go to work. I make my lunch. I meal prepped. Like, it was like I didn't feel like I was, like, rushing everywhere. Like, I normally am the one that's like, okay, gotta get to the next place. I'm always early. I gotta rush. I gotta do this. I'm just like, yeah, I'll get there when I get there. Like, it it is what it is. Like, if I'm running a few minutes late, like, it's fine. Like, everybody runs a few minutes late every now and then. It's not like you can't make it up. Like, you make it up for every other thing in your life. Like, you're fine. Like, it's okay. Like, I didn't feel that scattered frenzy, like you said.
0: That's very interesting. uh, I think I have a question. Since I know we're talking most about coffee and, like, soda, since those are the main, like, focus areas that we think of when we think of caffeine. Do you have, like, a list or can you name some of the other things that might have caffeine that people don't realize?
1: Um, So this was one that I actually read in here um, in this book that I was actually kind of surprised about. Weight loss pills. Oh, that makes sense. But I see it because most weight loss pills have green tea in them.
0: Well, if you're going to say weight loss pills, then I have to mention menstrual pills because yes. I know Midol or other yes. brands as well have the caffeine, which is, I think, something you probably need during that time of the month. Um, Actually, and it's-, it's not
1: great for you. And we talked about that in <laughs> okay. our uh, In the Flow episode. <laughs> do <Don't bring> me <laughs> wrong. <laughs> But yeah, um, I know weight loss pills. Let me see if I can find that little section because it definitely said like a few other things that I was like, oh my God, I didn't realize that that also had caffeine in it.
0: Yeah, like I I think of like coffee, tea, energy
1: drinks, soda. Oh, it it said pain relievers. Yep. Uh, Dark chocolate and ice cream can actually have uh, caffeine in it as well. (laughs) Dark chocolate I knew about. I knew dark chocolate had caffeine. Um, Because my mom is like a dark chocolate fiend, and I, she would never let me have dark chocolate when I was a kid, and I didn't understand why. But it was because it had caffeine. Hmm. Also, here's another thing that has caffeine in it that I feel like a lot of people don't know: Starbucks refreshers. They are made with green tea, so they have caffeine in it. So all of those people that are giving your eight-year-olds. Or younger Starbucks refreshers thinking they're just getting some sugary drink. They're not. They're you're giving them literal caffeine at the ages of eight years yeah, old.
0: Yeah, I learned that because I was actually watching some videos on how to make Starbucks drinks at home, mm-hmm. and they use a caffeinated like juice mix. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a green tea juice mix, and it has so it has caffeine in it. So yeah, you're giving your eight year old on the way home from school at four o'clock some caffeine. Better be thinking twice the next time you get your kid some chocolate ice cream. <laughs> yeah, like exactly like dark chocolate. I thought that was I was like wild. I was the like, ice
0: cream's throwing me off. It is throwing that one is. I throwing wonder me why off.
1: you need to put caffeine in ice cream. Like, I, is it something in the composition? I wonder if it's either something in the composition or is it something where it's like certain ice creams, so like the ones that have the dark chocolate, I mean, like coffee, dark chocolate, ice cream. <laughs> coffee ice cream, coffee ice cream. Yeah. Yep. But like I've never looked at the back of an ice cream carton to see if I'm gonna it go home and mentions look now. like caffeine
0: i haven't noticed it's not something i'm
1: like seeking out no because i didn't think there was any caffeine in ice cream <laughs> i'm also not an ice cream girly i'm a cookies girly but
0: i am an ice cream girly yeah
1: you are so you'll have to be checking your ice creams now to find out if there's uh... i'm gonna go
0: home i got some lactate chocolate ice cream in there right now
1: yeah you'll have to check and let me know because i like the lactate ice creams so i think they're good but
0: yeah i do too i think they're very good
1: yeah, um, I don't, let's see, what what was another fact that I was like trying, I was thought about while we were doing, reading this? Oh, this was interesting. So it's not necessarily along the lines of caffeine, but it was something that I found interesting in this book was the uh, sleeping pills. Hmm. They're not actually... So you would think that, like, a sleeping pill is... You, you don't need to stay on it forever. It's just supposed to help you, like, gain a normal sleep rhythm, especially for insomniacs. Um. No. Sleeping pills are basically just a sedative. It's basically meant to just knock you the fuck out. It's not actually... There's nothing in there that's going to promote you to produce your own sleep, like, to produce any of the chemicals that you need to induce sleep.
0: That I actually did know because... Um I I know quite a few people with insomnia actually, but that a lot of people will were liking like Nyquil and stuff like that, or sleeping medications E-Quil, yeah, like it. that. Yeah, because it, it is it is a sedative and mm-hmm. it's also kind of addicting. It is you have to you you do get a good night's sleep, but then you're addicted to trying to get that. Mm-hmm. Where they like they say like melatonin and other option natural um, producing options are better for you. Yeah, and- although I haven't seen a lot of people find success with even those.
1: No, um, the only thing I can say that like as a kid when I really was struggling in like high school and whatnot, which now looking back, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, no fucking shit. I was struggling. I was drinking fucking energy drinks until like eight o'clock at night, trying to wrap up papers and shit before trying to go to bed. Like duh, no shit. I wasn't falling asleep. But the one thing that didn't used to work for me, my mom used to make this mixture and God, I hated it. It was like the worst. It tasted bitter. it, it, It wasn't even bitter. It was, It was a texture problem because it's made with oatmeal and I I can't do oatmeal. The texture of oatmeal. Yeah, You gave me a weird face. So it was a smoothie she used to make me and it was like with warm milk, oatmeal, um, cinnamon and there was like two, maybe nutmeg and then there was definitely like another ingredient in there. But those ingredients already produce, like, have natural melatonin, yeah, it's like the cinnamon tryptophan. cinnamon actually is helpful. So is turmeric. Turmeric's actually really good for oh, your I sleep. Oh, I didn't know
0: it's good for sleep, I know it's good for immunity. I always put it in my soups.
1: So it's really good for immunity, but it's also really good for sleep. It's supposed to, like... Um, naturally help with like, it, I think it has, it's like the melatonin or the, I think it's the tryptophan it has in it, but it helps like naturally produce those things. So you like just mm. fall asleep and get like an actual restful night's sleep. Also, the other thing with the sedatives is they did a study um, for regular people and people on sedatives and people on sedatives never actually hit like REM sleep, even though they felt like they were getting a good night's sleep. They were never actually hitting the deepest parts of their sleep versus when they would just be sleeping regularly why is that it's what the sedative does it doesn't actually let your body produce things that help you sleep it just knocks you the fuck out you're just unconscious you're just, just your unconscious brain's still on. yeah but your brain is still going through the motions of being like an insomniac so you're still you're addicted thinking you're getting a good night's sleep but the reality is you're not you're actually just sedating yourself to like not know anything's going on so like i don't really know that if that's any good for you <laughs> The things I'm learning right now. <laughs> I know, I know. Listen, this was all stuff that I was, like, reading, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm, like, oh, my God. I'm like, wow. No wonder why we're all fucking miserable, and, like, when I got off of my sleeping meds, I was like, no wonder why I was fucking a miserable cunt, and I was like, because I wasn't actually getting any fucking sleep.
0: It makes sense, though. I can't I can't take, like, Z-Cool or anything, like, anything that's, like, sleep PM, like, any mm-hmm. cold medicine that's PM, because it either makes me, one, really sick Or two, if you take, like, a sleeping medication, you have to get exactly eight hours or you are fucked.
1: I'm someone who has to get ten. I have to get ten or I am Something with that
0: sedative, like, the sedative or whatever helps you kick and knock out, like, you get so drugged out. Like if you wake up and you take out six hours, you'll wake up and be like, like you feel hungover, And yeah. that was even worse, not sleeping. Mm-hmm. So but unless I have I the actually- time to get eight hours, I, you wouldn't catch me taking them. Yep.
1: but I, and For me, I know for me it's 10 hours. If I don't get 10 hours of sleep after I take like a NyQuil or something like that when I'm really sick and I can't sleep through the night... I have to get 10 hours or I will well, literally I'm, be in a mental fog I've actually been reading
0: day. more articles and they're stating that women do require more sleep than men, mm-hmm. that they do need an average of like 8 to 10 where um, men can survive on like 6 to 8. Yeah. And I was like, huh, wonder why. hmm <laughs> But like, it kind of makes sense because I've always been, I'm a sleepy girl, like it, I, I'm a sloth girlfriend. Yeah. Like, <laughs> If, I'm not out partying, I'm probably sleeping or eating. Yes. <laughs> so, people are like, oh my god, you sleep so much, and it like, it kind of makes sense, because I do require more sleep, mm-hmm. plus you think of all the time, ta- the ages we were at at the time, where, like, teenagers require even more sleep. Oh my god, which is
1: crazy. They did, um, now this was something I had read, like, years ago, um, when I did a paper in college, uh, for a psych paper in college, that teenagers, they did a study in a small town where they actually, the younger kids were the ones going to school like super early and getting out super early. I thought, I And then that. it's like the middle schoolers, they pushed their time back a little bit more and the teenagers were actually going in at the, the time latest. that the, yep. the kindergartners normally would. And they were actually finding that the performance scores in the middle schoolers and the high schoolers were much higher with them being able to get more sleep and go in later. And I was like, that makes so much sense. If I would have just gotten more sleep in high school, I probably would have been a better student. That
0: made perfect sense to me as soon as I read it, even before that, because Kids are how- up
1: like, 6 a.m., bro! Send them off to school to let them learn when their brains are like, wee! <laughs> like,
0: come on. All of the kids in high school that, like... Ne- we're never awake Like you can't mm-hmm. expect me to be up here And paying attention At like 6 or 7am No, It just wasn't an option Like 9, yeah 9 I was like finally awake and like being able to do my work That's why by I, time te- you I continue to, third to say period. I'm a midday person
1: Yeah by the time you get to third period You're like wow I'm actually awake I feel like I could process the information That I'm being thrown at at 9am First two periods were like bullshit Yeah that's the reason I didn't pass Chemistry <laughs> Listen, we're just not math people, okay? That's the reason we didn't pass those classes. We're just not math people. There's a difference.
0: So I have to ask other than sleep and generally like your feeling throughout the day, what are the other side effects or symptoms we might be experiencing during caffeinated moments?
1: Well, the feeling of like not getting anything done, that was something that they talked about in this, is because your brain is jumping from like task to task to task, it's like you're not actually completing anything. So like you can't lower stay. productivity. Lower productivity, yeah. Um. There was something else that I thought was fascinating. Another big one for when you're on like drinking caffeine is nausea. Mm. I don't think a lot of people associate being nauseated with caffeine, but at very high doses Um, in several different studies um, by this one, it can produce nausea, um, anxiety, trembling, and the jitterness.
0: Nausea. Mm Mm-hmm. The rest of them made sense to
1: me, but nausea, is there a reason behind that? Well, it's just like any other, it's a stimulant. Like, caffeine is a stimulant, whether you want to admit it or not. It's considered in that category the way that you look at it the way that scientists look at it so think about if you were to ever take like i know for myself when i take adderall or i have taken any of those sort of stimulants it makes me feel nauseated it lowers your appetite it suppresses that appetite because your focus is on alertness it's on being ready for the next thing and being able to focus on something but like you're not actually being able to focus on these things i
0: was gonna say that's like <laughs> Damn, it's you weird be
1: you right exactly <laughs> exactly they do say at lower doses um it can include mild euphoria alertness and enhanced cognitive performance but at the higher doses it produces nausea anxiety trembling and jitteriness. so
0: don't be trying to be fully caffeinated you want like a half calf at, uh, yeah at max to be like decently productive
1: yeah and the long, one of the things here it does say the effects of chronic consumption are less clear, but long-term use of caffeine has been associated with an increased risk of cardiovascular diseases.
0: I've heard that coffee actually is good to help, like helpful to
1: your heart, but, but it's in the lower doses. Yes. It's, the, it's, it's like that saying, um... Everything in moderation. moderation.
0: Yeah, because it's the same thing. Like dark chocolate's supposed to be same type of thing. Good for right. your heart. Good for your health. Same with eggs. Like
1: too many eggs can cause you to have high blood pressure too. Like, that's why I
0: said you never. You, I don't think you never really cut everything out. No, like, if there's so much to cut out. You would be left with nothing. Right. You'd but be But it's like having it knows. in moderation. Like I don't drink a cup of coffee every single day. I maybe have like two to three times a week. Right. Or like when I'm really feeling it in that morning, where I just need the little like
1: perk up. Or you're like, damn, I really just want a cup of coffee. Yeah. That's usually, it always
0: gets me with the smell. I just love the smell of coffee.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get it. So like, but yeah, I mean, I think there are so many things, like this one specifically talks, like this article, which I'll link in the description, specifically talks around it, around like the genetics of caffeine and like the response based on the consumption rate. So I think that's really interesting. And if you're someone who already has like, My bloodline already has a lot of cardiovascular problems. So I'm probably not somebody that should be drinking high amounts of caffeine, which is probably why I also get jittery. I also get the nausea and I feel like I'm scatterbrained because probably my body's like trying to protect me against something that I probably shouldn't be drinking because it is a higher risk for me. But again, it is the everything in moderation. Me having eight cups a day, probably not a good idea. That does sound excessive. Me having a cup in the morning, that's probably fine.
0: Uh, that's I have like a, a one limit anyway for myself personally. I I think maybe it is for from years of not drinking coffee or not really liking the taste of coffee because I do have to add things for right. it to taste like uh, good to me.
1: There's only um, one black coffee, like one coffee brand that I will drink black, and because it actually tastes like there's sugar in it, it tastes sweet. I actually it's the one coffee I take hiking with me because I can drink. I it wonder
0: like how that. bitter it actually tastes when you're when you're completely uncaffeinated like if you're Mm. not having caffeine like like I said I mean I was I still grew up drinking soda so I still had the caffeine there Mm -hmm. but like I never really had a lot of coffee and when I had coffee it tasted very very bitter to me Mm -hmm. no matter which type of coffee I had I agree like dark and I kind of still feel like that even though I add things to my coffee like it's still like that one limit because once I finish if I finish that cup of coffee I'm like okay, I that's don't really good. want anymore, it's yeah. <laughs> good, and it, like, suffices, but for people that are drinking, you know, four plus cups of coffee a day, I mean, that's a lot, my, my brother is that person, mm-hmm. if you're listening, sir, you need to cut down the dunks, because <laughs> Dunkies is making billions off of you, but, like, he will literally go and get an extra large cup of coffee, iced coffee, like, it was, like, four to five times a day at one point. I don't know if that's still how he at, that, but, like, that was wild. I was like, are you kidding me? Five times you're going to
1: Dunkie's? For an extra large, which is probably three to four cups of coffee each time. And
0: then add any sugar or milk that he puts in? Like, whoa. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's wild. And one of the podcasts I was listening to, the ladies was talking about why she decided to choose... Like, she'll drink a no sugar Red Bull. That's what she, that's her choice. Because a lot of these coffees, depending on where they come from, can be laced in pesticides and all of these other things. So she's like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Like, if you don't drink coffee and you drink energy drinks, oh my God, your heart's going to explode. If you don't drink these and you drink yeah, that. It's like, a double-edged sword. It is, it's a double-edged sword. And she talked about the reasons why she chose like energy drinks over coffee and it was because of all like the pesticides and how much shit actually goes into those and the fact that it travels across and how much mold is actually in a lot of the coffees that we drink and we don't even know it did and you say
0: mold i'm sorry whoa whoa uh-huh.
1: i did I, you have to run that pack behind me <laughs> yeah so that was one of the things she talked about like you have to be really careful with your coffee which is why like i have become someone who buys beans versus ground coffee because when it's ground in these large like processing plants they won't necessarily be checking like every single bean they'll check like a couple beans in a bag and that bag is huge so like the bowl could be at the bottom and you won't even know it but yeah so like okay
0: i'm adding a coffee grinder to my christmas list (laughs) so that i can have unmoldy coffee beans
1: yeah so like i know that that was one of the reasons like my sister-in-law had heard and I had heard that a long time ago about coffee beans like ground coffee can sometimes contain mold because it and people are like why is my coffee why did my coffee mold so fast like I literally just opened it like last week it shouldn't be moldy well that's because those beans were moldy before it got in that bag and now you opened it up to air and every time you're opening it up you're offering it the air so the mold grows more and more but um yeah so that's also why I drink a lot of beans versus the grinds. And I'll grind my own coffee. I didn't mean to
0: segue our conversation because I know you had a point that you were making. But, like, that (laughs) one blew me off. (laughs) I mean, like, I have to say, I I am the person. And I'm probably a good person to speak to on this topic because I'm always a devil's advocate. Mm -hmm. And I'm also the person that, like, I mean, there are so many products that are in our daily lives where there's so many you'll see articles and it's like oh this one's got cancerous ingredients oh this Mm -hmm. one's causing heart problems oh this one's causing that and it's like okay well like I only live once I'm gonna die like of something anyway I'm gonna die of something whatever that is I'm gonna gonna live my life so Mm -hmm. like if it's cancer it's cancer it's like well I have to take because if I cut out all of that stuff I would I would be left with nothing but like the multi thing that, that, that does not sound like something I want to have. So
1: we'll go to Ikea. We'll buy you a cheap little Ikea coffee grinder because that's what I use. And I love my cheap little coffee grinder. She does amazing. And it was like $10. I so see. we can buy you a nice little cheap one. Um, and we'll buy beans. Yeah, I'll on to here right make out.
0: my coffee at home.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, and that's, you know, that's the other part of, coffee or just anything in general being like on a large factory scale there are things that you know like the guy that found the mouse in his Mountain Dew I remember that years ago no
0: you don't oh my no, god No, because I,
1: re- I refuse to drink Mountain Dew it's oh. unnaturally green it is unnaturally green I love Mountain Dew I'm a sucker for it every now and then but yeah it's just like anything else when things are produced in large factories and facilities like that things are bound to happen and go wrong and That's it's a, just the reality yeah. of the situation.
0: I mean, I was in the pet food industry. There's a, a thousand pet food brands that have had recalls or something that has caused, you know, cancer in dogs. Um, you know, there's there are so many studies. The more in research we do, the more we find and mm-hmm. uncover. It, obviously, so I think you have to just have to make, you have to make an educated decision that. at yeah. the end of the day and what's going to work for you. For you, I mean, I after this conversation am not going to be cutting out soda anytime soon, but. You might catch me limiting how much I'm trying to drink and what time. After
1: another, after a specific hour. (laughs) I'm going to have to, like,
0: stop myself from drinking after my lunchtime time caffeine
1: <laughs> that's usually what they say like a lot of the studies that i was like reading through and a lot of the, the podcasts i listened to most people most of the doctors were like just cut it like cut it out after like 11 or 12 like make sure that your last cup is between 11 and 12 that's
0: caffeine. so hard i, re- I is, really i really are a i am person. just a. it's a it's the bubbly it's the taste it goes with certain things like you won't catch me eating soup with anything other than soda <laughs> Or, like, I really like ice cream or candy, like, stuff with sugar, mm-hmm. with soda, because it matches up. Yeah. It's the foodie in me. I I don't know. I, I've had a few things where, like, I've eaten something, and then you drink the soda, and it gives you, like, the bubbly... It's, like, a texture. I don't... <laughs> it's a reaction thing. And it just tastes really good, and it's, like, mouthfeel. <laughs> it sounds so weird describing. But, like, that is, I don't drink it just to be like, oh, my God, I need the energy. Right. It's never been for that for me for, right. on it's, either front. It's
1: been the taste. Yeah. Yeah.
0: but it amazes me the amount of ingredients we put unnecessarily into things. I actually look overseas a lot to the standards of in food practices overseas versus what's here and also because we're also lactose intolerant the fact that some cheeses we can't have a lot of cheeses or dairy products here but overseas Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have that problem.
1: Because a lot of stuff's unpasteurized overseas. Yep. That's the main reason why here it's so hard for us and Um, one of my friends actually is from Germany and she's got a friend who lives in Greece and he, um, has his own, uh, Greek business, like food shop. So he imported these like really big containers of, uh, cheese, uh, feta cheese specifically. And Mm. so because it's a nice hard cheese, it's something that like I can eat. And it was made with sheep's milk not like regular dairy milk and it was pasteurized sheep's milk so I did get gassy but I did not get like the bloat or the like blockiness that you normally feel when you're like I eat the cheese so it was like yeah I still got the poop and like I still got gassy but like I wasn't uncomfortable and I was like it's because it came from overseas and even though it was pasteurized it is sheep's milk so it may be different than the milk that I buy at the grocery store that is cow's milk that they shove lactase into. And I don't have that lactose enzyme in my system to decompose it, basically. Like, break it down. So I was like, I'm so excited. My boyfriend and I are planning a trip to France this summer. And I'm Mm, so fucking excited to go because that means that I could actually probably eat a good majority of the foods and the butters and the pastas and the breads and the croissants and the, just all Whoa. of the things that I have the been foodie. missing. The foodie in me
0: is dying over yeah. here. I want some Par- you better bring some Parisian freebies back.
1: I will be, like, shipping a container, a giant fucking box home because we also come home with, like, a bunch of champagne. So I will be taking my giant suitcase and only packing half of it so we can pack champagne to come home. <laughs>
0: ha- ha- no, the other half is for all for me you're bringing all <laughs> the, this, food. the french food back. i already
1: said to my boyfriend i was like um so like croissants and things we will be like we will be buying bags of this shit and shipping at home just so you're aware if i don't have any reaction i don't break out i don't have fucking hives all over my body We're shipping shit home. And he was like, okay, babe, we can ship shit home. I was like, no, I'm dead ass. Like, I don't care how much money it is. Like, we're saving a solid, like, $100 for just shipping a package home. And he goes, okay, babe, we will save money just to ship a package of good food home. And I genuinely am like... How many other things can I buy overseas? And, like, people that are gluten-free, even, like, have eaten pastas overseas and don't have an issue, and it's, it is, like, the level of pasteurization that we go through here It's in the
0: unnecessary things that we add to our already nice, natural
1: foods. Mm-hmm. Like, eggs don't. Eggs you do not need to wash and bleach. Or refrigerate if they're natural. If they're natural, you can leave them out on the shelves for, like, six months. They're totally good.
0: Yeah, I think we overcomplicate things sometimes, but... I think we have about five minutes left in the episode. Before I take us out, I want to allow you the five minutes to give your closing thoughts and and feelings about caffeine and the effects it has on your body, our bodies, uh, and in general. So,
1: I have mixed emotions about it because I do love a good cup of coffee. I do love a good cup of green tea or a coke every now and then like i do enjoy those things but i think again it's the everything in moderation i think if we're drinking it and being conscious of how much we're consuming and where we're getting it from just being better consumers as a whole i think we'll find it much easier to consume these things and not have a problem with them not have them have certain health effects like insomnia or you know, uh, cardiovascular diseases or things like that. I think it is the everything in moderation. So as much as I want to be like, stop drinking caffeine and like moderate your coffees, it's everything in moderation and just do what's best for you. And there is like a tolerance. Different people have different tolerances and different people have different genetic backgrounds and the way their liver can break things down is very differently in each and individual. So it's an individualized choice. And I think everybody should have that choice and I don't think coffee should be something that ends up going on the shelves of drugstores because it is a considered a stimulant I think everybody should make a conscious decision to enjoy what they enjoy but in moderation
0: I love that educated consumerism Mm -hmm. that's the thing Mm -hmm. I think we
1: need to promote I was like I know the words I want to say but I was like I can't find them educated consumerism
0: I also Uh. think that this might be uneducated, but (laughs) instead of drinking coffee, like first thing in the morning, try drinking some water. Mm. I think we don't drink enough of it anyway, but like I notice when I drink water in the morning that I don't have as many cravings for caffeine Mm -hmm. and I actually feel more dehydrated Drinking caffeine first in the morning than I do when I drink water first. So. Yes, that's when actually you start there. That could be like your first step in the right direction. Yeah,
1: that's a big rule for me as I have to have at least like eight ounces of water in the morning before I can consume any other type of beverage
0: yeah I like have a water bottle by my bed that I've been keeping the last few weeks and I bring that from there to my like place where I get ready in the morning and I try to drink that as I'm getting ready mm-hmm. and I notice that I don't drink nearly as much caffeine or even crave it mm-hmm. um, and I feel well hydrated obviously yeah when I start with that first yeah
1: because your brain is dehydrated after you wake up from sleeping for the last eight to ten hours so it's really important to drink your water first thing in the morning also if you want good clear skin too that helps <laughs> drink water you're 99% water just drink water just drink your water <laughs> I think that's all I have for closing thoughts go ahead and take us out baby girl all right.
0: follow rate like and subscribe you can follow us on tiktok and instagram at tabletalks.podcast um, I think everything in moderation educated consumerism and yeah have a wonderful week caffeinated or not